Welcome to Permission to Thrive. I'm your host, Susie Lula. As a spiritual therapist for over 20 years, I have the honor and privilege of ushering women and mothers just like you on a journey from simply surviving to powerfully thriving. I also have the honor of raising our son, Will, who is now a young adult with my longtime partner, Jamie. So I'm right there on the journey with you. Consider this your personal sanctuary, your space to meet your heart, embrace your messy, and come home to your most authentic, extraordinary self. My hope is that you leave resourced and inspired because you are here to shine. Welcome to Permission to Thrive. Hi everyone. I'm so happy to give you this solo episode. It's called Your Sensitivity is Your Superpower. It's based on a talk that I did recently at the Agape International Spiritual Center. And I wanted to give it to you here in a very succinct version. So I'm going to be talking about the two times in your life when you are the most connected to your sensitivity and why it's so important to stay connected to your sensitivity, how your sensitivity can be the most powerful energy in your life, give you a couple of different real stories from my life that you can then translate into your own life and see how you have become desensitized to your sensitivity and give yourself permission to get reconnected that your sensitivity is actually your greatest superpower. So enjoy, sit back, relax. This is your time. And I hope that this speaks to you. Hi, everyone. So I gave a talk on Sunday at the Agape International Spiritual Center under the direction of founder Michael Bernard Beckwith. And my topic was your sensitivity is your superpower. So the link to that talk is below in the show notes, but I thought that I would just offer a succinct version of it because I do know that it is your sensitivity and staying deeply connected to your sensitivity that is your superpower in living your life. When we hear the word sensitivity, we don't often think of the word power. And when we hear the word sensitivity, we don't often think of the word superpower. There are two times in our life when we are most connected to our sensitivity. One is when we are an infant, when we are born, and one is when we are passing over and making our transition onto the other side. When we are born, when you think of any newborn, any infant, when you think of yourself, you were once a newborn. And when you think about it, a newborn, an infant is born literally and metaphorically naked. We're born naked, we are sensitive both to the world from which we have just come and we're sensitive to this world. We're, we're born with an open heart. We're born undefended and unprotected. Every newborn is very captivated and mesmerized by the light. 
A newborn can look out of a window and just be captivated by that light for a very long time because the newborn knows that we are light, we are love. There's an energy that is greater than our human life because we haven't even lived out a human life yet. There's an energy that is greater than our human life. And we know on some deep level or core level that that is who and what we truly are. We've only then get trained away from it. So think about yourself when you're an infant, you are sensitive to the light, sensitive to love. You think about a newborn, a newborn hasn't been taught to be prejudiced, to be a bigot, to be homophobic. A newborn hasn't been taught to hate anyone. A newborn hasn't been taught that someone is superior because of their skin color and someone is inferior because of their skin color a newborn isn't born into a nationality a newborn doesn't know whether they're italian or venezuelan a newborn doesn't know are their parents democrats or republicans you don't even know if you're born into a democracy or a dictatorship a newborn is not in a world of duality a newborn is in a world of oneness and abundance, wholeness. A newborn knows their own worthiness, knows their own divinity and is sensitive to what is truly important. And the same happens if you've ever researched or heard any interviews with individuals who have died and then come back, gone to the other side and then come back, every single one of them will tell you that there was a very compelling light a very compelling energy of love and it was lifting them the vibration was so compelling the vibration was so beautiful the vibration was so high that they felt compelled they felt lifted they felt uplifted into that energy of love they felt surrounded by that energy of love and they recognized that they might have lived their entire life on planet earth unaware that this loving presence this loving energy has been here all the time and so typically what happens is that we miss the middle part of our life. And why I wanted to share with you all today is because I feel like we're made for the middle part of our lives. And I don't wanna miss the middle part of my life. And I don't want any of you to miss the middle part of our life. I want you to feel that you were made for this moment. You were made to experience the middle part of your life with the same truth and connection as you knew when you were an infant and just with the same truth and connection that you will have when it is your moment to pass on. You don't wanna miss the middle and wait until you are passing on going, oh my gosh, there was a, a presence of love that was supporting me all along. So to get back in touch with our sensitivity is going to include some unlearning. So you may ask yourself, was I ever taught that I was too sensitive. I was taught that I was too sensitive. Were you ever taught that you were too sensitive? Were you ever taught that you were too much? Did you ever receive the message that you really shouldn't cry, that you should suck it up, that you should power through? Were you ever given the message that you were too fragile, that your sensitivity was a weakness rather than a strength? Were you ever taught that it was your achievements 
that really gave you worth and value, that it was your achievement or the degrees that you do have or don't have that contribute to or take away from your worth. Because remember, when you're an infant, you are worthy because you are lovable and everyone feels it. Everyone feels your love simply because of your being. So begin to ask yourself, how have you been trained away from embodying that we are all sensitive individuals? We are all sensitive. That is our nature. And the question is not whether we're sensitive. The question is, what are you sensitive to? Are you sensitive to your own artistry and creativity and brilliance and uniqueness? Are you sensitive to your own abundance, your own dreams? Are you sensitive to that? Or are you sensitive to what culture tells you you should be doing with your life? what culture tells you the way you should be acting in your life, the way you should be in your life? Or are you sensitive to your own unique individual soul, individualized spirit? There is something that is so unique about you. There is something that is so extraordinary about you. You have specific gifts that only you can give in the way that you came to give them. And so being sensitive to your gifts, being sensitive to what makes you unique, being sensitive to your purpose here. Why are you here? What are you here to bring and to share and to contribute while you're here? What is important to you? What is meaningful to you? When you become sensitive to that, invested in that, excited about that, enthusiastic about that, that expands and that places you into an energy of enthusiasm and abundance and prosperity and infinite possibilities and infinite potentiality right where you are right now. There are possibilities around you that you're not even seeing. There is support around you that you're not even in touch with. When you are sensitive, you become sensitive that we are receptive beings. The thing about an infant is they are able to receive the love that comes to them. We have been trained away from knowing that it is part of how we're made. We are here to receive. We are receptive beings. We are here to receive. So I want you to just take a moment and become still and ask yourself, have I been trained away from having that open-hearted receptivity? Have I been trained to think that my job is to be all things and do all things for all people around me. Perhaps you have become imbalanced. I know I have in my life. We have become so masculinized. We are so masculine dominant that we do to the detriment of how we value our being. And so if you were taught to do all things for all people before yourself, you have then been trained away from being receptive. And when you think of an infant, an infant can receive so much love. You just can't love an infant enough. I want you in this moment to begin to become willing to see the ways that you have been taught 
to put armor over your own heart, it becomes very vulnerable for us to receive. We have become very comfortable being on the giver side and there's nothing wrong with being a giver. We are all born very generous beings. You are a generous being. I am a generous being. So we're not saying don't be generous. What we're saying is to look at the way that you have been trained to give to the detriment of your receptivity and to begin to give yourself permission to know that it is your receptivity. It is your allowing. It is your unburdening of your heart to to have an unprotected heart, an unarmored heart that will put you into that circulation to receive all the good that is here for you right now. So you're just taking a moment right now and you're asking yourself in this middle part of your life, what are the ways that you have been desensitized? What are the ways that you have normalized messages like don't cry? It's weak to cry. It's weak to show your emotions. It's weak to be emotional. It's weak to be sensitive. Man up, power through, shut down, pull yourselves up by your bootstraps and power through, armor up. The ways that you have been desensitized to your own sensitivity and the way that it has become normalized for you to live in your head to live from a masculine way of being rather than to live from your sensitivity, your creativity, your artistry, your inspiration. There's an artist in you. There's a creative being in you. But to the degree that you have been given the message to dim your light is to the degree that you will not be in touch with your creativity, with your artistry, with your sensitivity. Why is this so important? Because when we are taught to dim our light, then we separate ourselves from the light. Why is this so important? And what does this have to do with living a rich, full, fulfilled, thriving life, abundant life, prosperous life, creative life? When you have been taught to dim your light to the degree that you are dimming your light right now you are separating yourself from your light so to the degree that you have been taught to dim your light you are separating yourself from your light to the degree that you now give yourself permission i am the light light is sensitive filaments of light are so sensitive and light is so powerful you think of the sun the sun is light and there is nothing more powerful than the sun filaments of light are sparkly and shiny and radiant and they feed us and they infuse us with inspiration and creativity but the light itself the sun itself is the most powerful, the most potent energy that you can imagine. And the energy of love is the most powerful, the most potent energy that you can imagine. So to the degree that you have been taught to dim your light is to the degree that it is essential today, right now, 
that you give yourself permission to connect with your light. So begin to imagine what it will feel like to say, oh, I am here to be connected to my light. I am here to shine my light. When you begin to give yourself permission to shine your light, the first thing that may happen is that you might bump up into other beliefs that say, what will other people think? Will they think I'm too much? Will they think I'm arrogant? Who do I think I am? Shining my light, being all shiny. Yes, you may bump up against beliefs that you have normalized. You have become desensitized to that childlike nature. When you think of any child, they paint a picture and then they go around going, look at my picture. What do you think of my picture? We are here to shine our light. We are here to feel great about our light. We are here to feel good about our life. We are here to feel good about ourselves. That is your natural nature. So when you begin to give yourself permission to connect with your light, say yes, people will think what they think. It doesn't matter. What matters is that it feels so good to be connected with my light. I am here to be connected to my light. I am here to live in a flow and a stream and a harmony of good and love and light and prosperity and abundance and inspiration and creativity. You know, another thing that I had said in my talk at Agape on Sunday, which I practice every day is I typically in my home, I typically have a rose because I love watching roses bloom throughout my week from a tight bud into a full bloom. And I watch it every day. And besides the fact that it just brings me so much joy to watch a rose, I think they're just so beautiful. It keeps me connected to my sensitivity because a rose, the beauty of a rose, and for you, it could be a different flower. It could be going outside and seeing the clouds in the sky or a particular tree. It could be looking at your dog, the wonder of one of your pets, one of your animals. It could be looking at a painting on your wall. It could be reading a piece of poetry, listening to a piece of music. But what these things do, besides keeping you connected to your sensitivity, besides keeping you connected to the power of beauty in this world, is that it reminds me at least, I cannot create a rose bush. I am though made from the same thing, the same energy that created the rose bush in the first place. I am of the same thing that created a rose bush. You are of the same thing that created the forests and the oceans and the beauty and the colors and the vibrancy of life. And you are here to live that life full out. You are of that same thing. That essence lights you up and you are here to live a life that is fully lit up. So just take a moment right now and begin to say to yourself, I am here to live a life that is fully lit up. I am here to live a life that is fully lit up. And what is it that you need? Just say that one more time to yourself. I am here to live a life that is fully lit up. 
it feels good to give yourself permission to enter this stream, to enter this energy. Why is this so important? First of all, it assists you to cultivate and create a life that is lit up, that is full of joy and inspiration and creativity. It puts you in the flow of abundance in your own life. It puts you in connection to the prosperity that is all around you. It helps you see possibilities that are around you that you might not have been seeing 10 minutes ago. When you live a life that is dedicated to shining your own light, it assists you to stay connected to the light, to the possibilities, to the potential, to the creativity, to the abundance and prosperity, the joy that is all, always here and already here. But it also assists you to live in an expanded state of consciousness. And why is this so important? It's so important to live in an expanded state of consciousness because life is going to send you the curveballs that life always sends to all of us. So when you are living a very expansive life and you are looking at roses, you're reading poetry, you are listening to amazing music and you're feeling expanded and joyful and connected, then when life hands you a curveball, when your two kids are endlessly, you know, at each other in the morning or your child just does not want to finish their dinner and go take a shower or bath before bedtime, or your spouse is just not on the same page that you're on in your parenting journey, or your relationship with finance, or your boss just cannot seem to see all the hard work that you are putting into a project. You know, when life hands you the curveballs that life is going to hand you, you are going to be able to handle those curveballs more graciously, depending on whether you are in an expanded state of consciousness or a constricted state of consciousness. So the more that you immerse yourself in your own sensitivity and your own connection to this transcendent state of energy of which you are, you are a spirit, you are a soul, you are so much greater than the situations and the circumstances in your life. If you're going through, you know, and I hope none of you are, but if you're going through a health challenge or a financial challenge, or you are having a challenge with a toddler or a teenager. These are the curveballs that life sends us because we are here as souls, as spirits. We're on a journey of learning and growing and expanding and transforming. And so the greater you cultivate and create your own expansive consciousness, then when you are faced with the different things, perhaps you're going through a messy divorce or perhaps you're thinking about getting a separation and you're really grappling with what is the best thing for you to do next? What is your next best step in life? Maybe you're grappling with a, a diagnosis that one of your children received. Maybe you are having conflict with one of your children or your spouse, whatever it is that you're moving through when you are dedicated to living a life without dimming your light shining your light staying in an expansive state of consciousness then your consciousness is going to be so large and so great that you are going to more graciously be able to hold whatever challenge you are moving through so the greater your consciousness the more able you're going to be 
to walk through whatever experience you're going through. You know, I quote Albert Einstein often, and he said, we cannot solve the problem at the level of consciousness that created the problem. So whatever quote problems, challenges, issues you have in your life right now, you won't solve them at the level of consciousness that created them. What does that mean? If you're having a money challenge, more money won't solve that problem. A greater consciousness of abundance will solve that problem. If you're having a conflict with your child, outpowering your child, meeting your child at that level will not solve the problem. But expanding your consciousness around communication and connection and intimacy, that is going to solve the problem. So the more expanded your consciousness, the higher your consciousness, the more able you're going to be to move through the experiences and situations in your life. You know, for those who are just getting to know me, I am mom to a college age son, Will. And when Will was young, it was very important to me as a woman raising a boy who would one day become a man to have him stay connected to his sensitivity. That was a very important value that I held as a woman because I knew that if he could stay connected to his own sensitivity as a human being, as a spirit, as a soul, then he would be more compassionate to his fellow human beings along his path. The more sensitive he could stay within himself, the more power he would have in his life. I also told this story on Sunday in my talk at Agape that right at the very beginning of COVID, Will wanted to go out and take photos. He's a photographer. And at the very beginning of COVID, being that we live in Los Angeles, any of you who live in big cities can probably relate. At the very beginning, before we knew anything, we would look out in Los Angeles and the freeways were empty. The two things I remember most is the freeways were empty and the sky was a pristine blue that I do not ever remember seeing in Los Angeles. So he wanted to go out and take pictures. He's a photographer. And so we said, yes, go out, take pictures. Just don't get close to people. We don't know what's going on and come right back home. So he told me the story when he got home, he was riding his bike and he passed by a woman who was on the on-ramp to the, the freeway. And as he passed her by on his bike, he had the thought, oh, there's no cars getting on the freeway. And so she's not going to make money today and she doesn't have food and how is she going to eat? But he heard our voice saying, just go take pictures and come home. So he didn't stop. And he said that the more he tried to get that vision of her on that on-ramp out of his mind, the more she stayed in his mind. And so ultimately what he chose to do was to go buy her some food at a convenience store, buy her some water, bring it to her. And he said that they didn't even share a word between them. She didn't even say anything to him. But when he gave her the food, her eyes welled up. And when her eyes welled up, it made his eyes well up. And he felt something. And she felt something. To me, this is an illustration of the power 
of staying connected to our sensitivity. Because when we are connected to our own sensitivity, we will be the individual that will not be able to pass up a person in need. We will be the individual that will not be able to let our oceans be filled with plastics. We will be the individuals who will think of our sisters in Iran who don't have equal rights yet. When we are connected to our own sensitivity, we will also be sensitive to the humanity around us. When we are connected to our own sensitivity, we will be sensitive to the needs of others, to the needs on this planet, and we will be true to those needs. So as we close, let's just come back together and remember a moment when you were very young. Be willing, even if you can't call forward a certain memory, be willing to see yourself, know yourself. I was once preconditioned. When I was two, when I was three, when I was four, there was a moment in time before culture and your family conditioned you, you were preconditioned. And there is going to be a moment when you get to the end of your life and you are gonna see, oh my goodness, I don't wanna have missed this. I see that I am of the light and there is a light, there is a love, there is a presence. This presence that created all of nature, that nature is, this is who I really am. And I wanna bring this expanded state of consciousness. I want to stay sensitive to the light that I am. I want to stay sensitive to the love that I am. I want to stay sensitive to the abundance that I am, the prosperity that I am. I want to be connected to the me that was preconditioned. I see the me who has gotten desensitized to my own light. I see the me that has normalized my flaws, my limitations, self-judgment, self-shame. But I'm here to bring the light to remember that I am sensitive to the light, to the love, to the possibilities, to the joy, to the inspiration, to the creativity that lies within me. And begin to ask yourself, what is one small way that the light within me is seeking to be more shiny today? What is one small way that the light, the love within me, wants to be expressed today. The prosperity, the abundance in me wants to be expressed today. The creativity in me wants to be expressed today. I want you to leave connected with your sensitivity, proud of your sensitivity. Yes, I am a sensitive being and the sensitivity within me is the very power within me. When I am connected to this power, there's nothing I can't do and nothing in life will touch me. When I am connected to my own power, then nothing coming at me has the power to knock me off course. So I am willing to leave this time, willing to be connected to the light that I truly am, to my own sensitivity, and to see that as the most powerful thing, to see that as my sensitivity. So. I leave you with please do yourself a favor. Consider today that it is your very sensitivity that is your superpower. 
if more of us were given permission to stay connected to our sensitivity, we would stay connected to our humanity. That might be the humanity of not raising our voice in our family because we're connected to our own humanity. And it might be not forgetting about an animal that we see on the side of a road. So take a deep breath in, just become aware of the ways that your sensitivity is truly not only your power, but it is truly your superpower. And it will assist you to live your life in a different way this week than ever before. Please give yourself permission to thrive this week. Much love everyone. And I will see you again next week. I hope that you are leaving with the permission to live your life lit up, to give yourself permission, not to dim your light, but to shine your light more brightly than you have maybe in a very long time. I hope that you're leaving this time reconnected, not only with your own sensitivity, but with your own gifts and to what makes you uniquely you so that you can bring that into all of your relationships and into all the different areas of your life. Give yourself permission to thrive this week and I'll see you next week. Much love everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If there was something in this conversation that spoke to you, we'd so appreciate it if you would take the time to subscribe leave a five-star review and share this episode with women and mothers you know because you are here to thrive see you next time